Hey, before we get started, if you are ready to pass your exams and become a licensed architect, you're going to want to listen to this. We are revolutionizing architectural education. It is my goal and mission to help as many people as possible become licensed architects while still maintaining their happiness. So introducing the architecture of play. This is our secret podcast series that will transform the way you study and prep for your ARE. Imagine having a happy work-life balance while also pursuing your dream of becoming a licensed architect. I promise you, it is possible. Our seven-episode private podcast gives you exclusive access to the secrets that can make this dream a reality. Remember, the more fun you have, the more likely you are to pass your exams and become a licensed architect. Start listening today at dci.beyoungdesign.com slash secret podcast. Don't miss out. This is going to transform your exam prep and help you enjoy the process of becoming a licensed architect. All right, enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Design, Create, Inspire. Today I am talking all about architecture school. I know that a lot of you, if you are in architecture school or you're just starting architecture school, you're just uh, at the beginning of the semester, the fall semester. So it's super exciting. Congratulations if you just started and you're just starting to kind of get into it and see what the whole world of architecture school is like. can be a little bit of a whirlwind. And if you have been in it and maybe you're finishing up, this will also be for you. I am going to be talking about the five ways to survive architecture school. Let's get started. Okay, so we hear this all the time, that architecture school is brutal. And I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you, it is. I had a lot of uh, people in my classes, you know, crying during presentations or pulling all-nighters and showing up to class looking like they had been run over by a car. <laughs> um, it can be pretty brutal. So, you know, I say that because, not to freak you out, but just to go in with uh, the right expectations so that you can enjoy your experience and have it be something that you can look back at with fondness and excitement and also so you can get through it. Because I'm not gonna lie, there was a big drop off of people who started in the degree and then who ended. So if you go in there with the right mindset, the right goals, the right expectations, the right planning, all that stuff, the right motivation, then you will succeed. You'll do awesome, you'll enjoy the process, and you'll graduate. So. Let's get into the five ways that you can survive architecture school. First one, I want you to get busy with something outside of school. Now you may say like, Bryn, I just started architecture school. I'm so busy. Please don't tell me to like go do something else now. But I'm telling you the best way to stay focused and motivated and to um, prevent procrastination is to get busy with other things outside of school. It's so easy to 
hone in on architecture school and make it the top priority in your life and disregard everything else. Yes, it should be a top priority in your life, your academics, all that stuff. It should be important to you. But you have to have other things outside of school to motivate you, whether that is a job, which I highly recommend, whether it is an outside sport, which I have heard from a lot of people that that has been really, uh, uh, that was a really amazing outlet for them, whether it's some sort of hobby, something outside of school, and ideally something where you have to show up like you're part of a team or you have a job and you have to be certain places at certain times. Because if you don't, it's really easy to get stuck in studio, start pulling all-nighters. You know, you don't prioritize things in the proper way, so you can end up spending a lot more time on your projects or on your schoolwork. And that can really easily lead to burnout. So if you have something else that you have to be at or you have to um, show up at, at a certain time, it forces you to get done with your projects on time. It forces you to create proper schedules. And it also just gives you some life outside of school. So get busy with something outside of school and make whatever you get busy with either enjoyable or a learning growth lesson like having a job. All right, number two, learn the software, even if you have to do this outside of your classes as well. So figure out what the industry norm is for software. When I was in school, they were very heavily teaching Rhino, which I think they still are. I will tell you, in my professional world, in my professional experience, I have never one time used Rhino. Now, luckily, I had been in the professional world for quite a few years before I started uh, my master's program. And so when I got there and they were teaching me Rhino, okay, yes, I did the basics that I had to do, but I knew how important other software was, like Revit, and I focused all my energy on learning that. My projects were better because I was actually using a software that we use in the real world to construct great documents. There's this belief I have heard in architecture school that you can't be as creative with Revit and it um, limits the possibilities that you can do. I do not believe this. I believe that there is possibility in anything. We start off with sketches. We start off with um, concepts and we design based on that. So do not believe that you uh, are limited by something like Revit and know that once you get in the real world, people who are hiring want people who are experienced in Revit. I can't as a business owner, hire someone who's not very proficient in Revit. I just, because I don't have the capacity to train and teach uh, someone who has no experience in that. So, you know, it depends on, of course, what type of job you want outside of school and all that stuff. But it's really important to do your research, figure out where, what the industry standards are, what type of uh, software the jobs that you want are looking for, and focus your energy on learning those. 
And again, when I was in school, Revit was a elective. It wasn't a requirement, but I focused all my energy on that so that I could uh, do really well, get out of school, and be proficient at that software. So make sure you are learning all the software while you're in school. Make sure you have a list of, you know, maybe your, maybe your dream is to work for Gensler. So go look at one of their job postings and see what software they are requiring and focus your energy on learning those software. Um, it's, it's really important that you come out of school with proficiency in this. And I know in this digital age, I mean, you guys listening to this, if you are in your early 20s or you're 18 or something and you're just starting architecture school, you probably are way better at the software than I am already, just because the younger generation is so tech forward that it's not gonna be a problem for you. But just go in knowing that just because your professors are telling you that you should be working in this one software, do your research and make sure that that is the industry norm and make sure that that is what all of the uh, firms want that you want to work for. I also did a whole episode all about Revit and software and talking to other firm owners and what they use. So if you want to check that out, go check that out and you can do a little bit of a deeper dive. Okay, number three. Okay, this one is going to be hard for some of you, but it is a critical one. Do not pull all-nighters. Now, I know in the studio culture, all-nighters are so normal and almost like this rite of passage where it's, you know, the next day it's like, oh, I stayed up all night. Oh, I haven't slept in three days. It's not cool. It's not something to praise about. It's not good for your mental health. It's not good for your physical health. And it won't make your projects better. There's this like, this fine line of allowing your brain to take a break in order to get more creative and and have amazing work and then like spending too much time on it. So if someone's telling you that they've worked nonstop for a week, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that their project's that great. It just means that they're not really well organized. They haven't put together a proper schedule. They're getting distracted with other things, especially if they're pulling all-nighters in the studio because other people are too. And so there's a lot of talking. There's a lot of hanging out. And it's just not efficient. And if you want to produce really awesome work in your education, in your, in your college, in your architecture school career... I promise you all-nighters is not the way to do it. What this also does is this allows you to create proper schedules that you can start implementing even when you're done with school. When we're working in the real world, we need great schedules. We have to follow schedules. We don't pull all-nighters in the real world unless you work for a firm that has really bad culture and is not healthy. So I don't promote that at all. Uh, you know, I'm done with work most days by 4 or 5 p.m. I rare, you know, I caveat, I have kids. And so there's some days where I'm actually not working from noon until 7. So I'm hanging out in the afternoon and hanging with my kids. 
then I will start work maybe at 8 and work till 12, maybe 1 a.m. But still, no all-nighters. You have to, you know, figure out the schedule that works for you. But creating schedules isn't just something you should do outside of school. Do it while you're in school so that you can practice and you can learn how long does this take. Okay, I'm not going to procrastinate. Okay, so you have this schedule. This is when this is due. Let's work backwards. What deliverables do I need to have? Put together an awesome schedule. And it's not, I know this sounds like, oh, you're such a good student because you're putting together a schedule. It's not even like that. It's like you put together a schedule, you're going to put together the most kick-ass project because it's going to be well thought out. It's going to be organized. I will say, sometimes in a creative field, things, you know, you can't force creativity. I have a whole other episode about that, so go check out that and, and the ebbs and flows of energy, the law of rhythm, which means, you know, energy cycles are cyclical, which means some weeks you're going to be super over it and not motivated, not feeling creative, and that's okay. The next week, it will probably flip. You'll start having motivation. So when you are in a creative industry, you have to take this into account when you're putting together your schedules um, and know that there's going to be flexibility. So don't fill your schedule like super, super dense, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like don't fill it. Don't over schedule yourself or overcommit yourself because you have to allow a little bit of flexibility in there for when you are feeling like super not motivated or when the creativity just hasn't hit. So, you know, there's flexibility in the schedule, but still put together some sort of schedule. It's going to, it's going to make you such a good student. Um, even when you don't want to be, even when you're not feeling it, putting together a proper schedule and not pulling an all-nighter. And with the all-nighters, again, I will tell you if there's two people standing up there presenting and one pulled an all-nighter and one didn't, you can tell. You can tell as someone who is watching this presentation whether, you know, the person who didn't pull the all-nighter maybe didn't finish one drawing. Their project will still be more powerful and better delivered than the person that pulled an all-nighter. So don't do it. Not worth it. Okay, number four, collaborate and learn from your peers. Architecture school is a fun time. Like I say, studio culture, yes, there's negatives to it, but there's a lot of positives. And when you are in architecture school, you are surrounded by incredible people. Some of the best minds there are. You know, people who are intellectual, creative, unique, interested in new ideas and uh, different ways of thinking about the world. And that's really exciting. And so use this time to collaborate, to learn, not only from your professors, but from the person sitting next to you. Sometimes you are going to learn more from the person sitting next to you than your professor in some situations. So use this time to collaborate with one another, pick people's brains, you know, see what they're working on and get inspired by them. And use this as an opportunity for you to grow and also to try new things. Because when we start architecture school, you know, we have this vision of who we are and maybe even what type of designer we are. 
But as you go through school, you're going to start morphing. You're going to start developing that into a different person. When I graduated undergrad, I was such a different person and such a different designer than I was when I started it. I am still growing. I'm still developing that, uh, you know, who I am as a designer and an architect and all that stuff. And all of that is based on inspiration and collaboration and everything. So remember, collaboration over competition. Yes, you know, everyone wants the best project or whatever, but you're not competing with anyone in school. So collaborate and use it as inspiration and use it as an opportunity to learn and to grow. Okay, number five, have fun. Get creative, take chances, and be bold. Architecture school is a amazing time as a designer because you are working on different typologies, you're working on different scopes of work, and often you're not limited by a specific client, and you're not limited by budget. Of course, in some projects, these are included, but for the most part, you're not. And so use this opportunity to Again, discover what type of designer you are. Discover, you know, what it is you really like. And here's the secret too, is design for what type of projects you want to do in the future. Because everything you do in school is building your portfolio, which then you can display on your website where you can display in your portfolio and then you can submit that to future um, what do you call it, businesses, future employers and future clients to say, hey, this is what I'm capable of. This is what the type of work I want to be working on. So say you're super into sustainability, create some super cool projects that are sustainability focused that maybe deal with long span structures or heavy timber or, you know, biomimicry really unique things that now you can showcase in your portfolio to say, this is what I'm capable of. And it's very rare in the real world that you're gonna get that opportunity to design what it is you really want, what it is you really gravitate towards without a budget or without a client who's, you know, has a say in the project. So use this opportunity to figure out who you are and what type of designer in the end you want to be. And again, this is going to morph. So say in the beginning you are really gravitating towards rigid geometry. So grid patterns, 90 degree angles, you don't like curves, you don't like anything like that. Do some projects like that. And then break that mold, challenge yourself, go against it, do something different, do something a little bit more organic, something with curves, something um, based on, yes, a geometry, but maybe something like the Fibonacci sequence and it's on the spiral and it totally breaks that normal grid mode that you are on. And by breaking it, by challenging yourself, you're going to explode as a designer because you'll figure out what it is that you like, what it is you don't like, what it is that, uh, you know, challenges the norm. 
and that will show really strongly in all of your projects. So use this time to have fun. Yes, it's going to be hard. It's going to be stressful. But at the end of the day, if this is something that you love, it's going to be incredible. And the journey to becoming an architect is not an easy one. And so architecture school is designed to give you a taste of this journey. And that is why it weeds people out. There's no need to go through 10 years of school and experience and exam process just to realize that you hate it and it's not what is meant for you. So remember that when you're going through your schooling, say maybe a professor seems like they're extra hard on you or some of the requirements seem silly or not worth it. Remember that it's all designed to show you what this profession is really like and that it's not for everyone and it will weed people out. And that's great because again, you don't want to waste 10 years of your life doing something you don't love. So congratulations. Architecture school is an amazing time. You know, I, I look back at my, my time fondly. I was never a huge fan of school because I loved to work. I loved to get paid for what I was doing. And so I think now, you know, hindsight, hindsight is always 2020. So I look back at it with like such great memories and I wish I would have appreciated some of the things a little bit better, but I, you know, it is what it is. So now I'm glad that I can share my message so that you, while you're in school, just starting it, maybe just finishing up, can appreciate it while you're there and have fun while you're doing it. All right, that is it. I hope you gained some, you know, nuggets from this. Let me know in the comments or reach out to me on Instagram. Let me know what resonated the most with you. Tell me, are you doing something outside of school? And if you are, what is it? And how has that impacted you as you are going through school? That's a big one. And I think more people need to talk about that and celebrate that. So let me know. Love to hear from you. Don't forget, subscribe, like, turn on those notifications. I'm coming out each week with amazing content just for you, all about architecture, design, business, mindset, all that good stuff. So I will see you next week. Have a good one. Bye.